Oh, <laughs> oh see, nice. that sounds good. That sounds good. That well was a happy done. accident. That's great. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, shit. I forgot coasters. It's been that long, y'all. Oh, shit. Damn. Are they, they're in one of these stores, right? Yeah, they're in that one right there. Just grab three. Oh, that chorizo is really good. Oh, it's really spicy. Oh, my God. Thank you. Do y'all want a fan? Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course we need fans because I had to turn off the air conditioning to record this episode. Ah, Ooh. That's the shit. That's the shit. That is the I, shit. I just grabbed I was all just the unprepared for you guys. I was not ready. I mean, you opened my beer before we started recording. I know. It's, uh, we're, we're just getting back in the swing of things. I know. I think that's a, that's the max number of fans, but we can we can take turns. I'll put it in the middle. Yeah, no, yeah. you keep fanning. No, it's okay. Oh, hi, Sophie. As needed. Uh... Um, <laughs> so this is normally where so we guys, say like awkward. let's come up with a bit except for then we just did a solid 15 seconds on nothing uh, coasters fans <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I guess maybe we're out of practice hi kitty we gotta get comfy hello are you gonna shout did you wanna come on my lap am I the new Zach rude Oh, you oh just my god! Head headbutt the table <laughs> what did she do that for <laughs> come on she get on my lap Listeners, okay, there we go. Uh, because this is an audio medium, what you don't know is that Sophie was just standing on a dining room chair with a pink towel on it. That's her shit. And and rather than step onto my lap, she turned directly into the table and pushed her forehead into the edge of the table with great enthusiasm. She's crazy. Um, and now she's happily ensconced on Julie's lap. Yeah. So I guess all is as it should be. Mm-hmm. The air conditioner's off. We have two... Alcohol beers and one non-alcoholic beer. One, the alcohol one beer is called brew. Gay Agenda, so that's yeah, cool. Gay Agenda. Uh, it's a it's a double dry hopped, double IPA with peaches because peaches look like butts. Mm-hmm. And it's the Gay Agenda, and I don't know if you know this, but butts. gay people have butts. <laughs> they like butts, and they cannot lie. Well, mm-hmm. because butts are... I think everybody likes butts. Butts are nice. Yeah, butts are nice. I, yeah. no, I mean, I'm not gay. I like butts. Yeah, I also like butts, and yeah. I'm and I'm bi, and I like butts. Yeah. Julie, you're straight. I'm straight. I used to think I didn't care about butts until my husband got one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Podlander Drillcast, an Outlander podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. That's Janine. Hey, and uh, we are. This is like our summer slam jam. Yeah, it was like summer hang podcast style. Let's do yeah. this Podlander Drillcast summer hang. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but there have not been any new episodes of Outlander, so nope. we. We're not going to have that to talk about. We still are eventually going to get back to the Dune base. We still have some other topics we want to do. But this this is just pretty much going to be us hanging out. So if you're one of those listeners that every time we go off on a tangent about tampons, you're like, hmm, going to fast forward ahead. This episode is not for you. I'm not, really for sorry. You. <laughs> not for you. Which but is for everybody else. Everybody this else. This one's for you. Yeah. Uh, especially those of you who listen to the podcast and don't watch Outlander. This one is a spe- This buzz for you. <laughs> Yay. Um, so I guess before I, I already posed a question to these two that they know is coming, but before we do that, I just want to know how's everybody's summer? What y'all doing? It's okay so far. Uh, pretty mellow. I'm about to be in my deep vacation kind of time because I've got a friend's wedding, even though I'm not taking off any time from work for that, I'm traveling somewhere. So there's that. And then we've got the big camping trip that we have every year coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Um, my office is dead, dead this week. There's nobody in there. So it's, it's nice. I'm getting a lot of shit done. Other than that, I can live in life, rolling around town, drinking booze, taking lifts, <laughs> doing redacted sometimes. Doing Maria Salt, 
I've got two episodes I'm recording on Saturday. What are you recording? What are they? Spoilers. Spoilers. This Saturday we will be recording uh, The Sixth Sense. Oh, you're right. You told me this. Yeah, The Sixth Sense. And Rocky Four. And (laughs) the person doing The Sixth Sense, all they know is somebody dies. Yeah, they just know somebody's dead, but they don't know anything about the twist. Rocky Four is a very interesting choice. It's That one is courtesy of the folks that I worked with at Down in Front, one of their new writers. Her name is Katie. She's never seen it, and that's the one that they're actually doing the treatment of right now. They're going to be doing the Down in Front of it at North Bar, like I think this week or next next week. And Michael, the producer of Down in Front, reached out to me. He's like, this girl has never seen Rocky Four, so I'm going to tell her she can't write for this one, and instead she's going to come do your podcast. And I was like, okay. Nice. So on the 4th of July, literally on the 4th, I will be watching Rocky Four. It's going to feel, I'm going to have, I'm going to feel some kind of way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to feel something American. Uh, something American. Yeah. I'm going to feel like I'm living in America. I know because James Brown's going to yell that at me like 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're also going to be watching an unnecessary chapter of a profitable movie franchise, which is incredibly American. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm sure sometime in the next couple of weeks I'll be going to the theater. <sighs> Is this for work? No, this is going to be, I mean, it's probably sort of in theory for work, but no, this is going to be because of my special friend whose name we use willy nilly, even though he would prefer we don't, but fuck it, Tom. Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, because they're releasing Endgame. Oh, with yeah. like a new post credit scene in oh. the most blatant. Are you cash gonna go? Are you gonna go watch history? all three hours again? I mean, I will. Here, here's what I'm gonna do. I think Boy. I'm gonna try to talk him into going to either Evanston or River North, mm-hmm. so that I can take a nap. At, at no, at a certain point, be like, I just gotta stretch my legs, and then I'll go sit at the bar and like play the. Harry Potter Pokemon game on my phone. She's obsessed with it. And just like go sit and, or maybe read a book. Like maybe I'll put a book in my purse and he's just not even going to, then he'll be like, what took you so long? And then I'll go, Oh, I had to go smoke. And I I don't smoke. And he will not even think anything (laughs) of it because he smokes. He'll just be like, Oh, okay. Where'd you get the cigarettes? And I'll be like, some hot, dude on the street, some hot guy. Yeah, he just <laughs> came up to me and was like, "You want these cigarettes, and this little girl?" And, oh, yeah. and then I said, "Yes, sir." <laughs> Ew! I don't know where this Wait. story is going. Yeah, it was kind of hot. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do on the fourth, Janine? Uh, I will be in Washington. So, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I'm. That's I'm, very American. Yeah, well, uh, Washington State. Mm. Uh, sorry, I forget. Pico Kami, yeah, less yeah. American. <laughs> I uh, once I pass over over the uh, Mississippi, I forget that Washington means DC here. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm going. So tomorrow, I'm starting a month long trip in Washington State. Cool. Are um, you driving? No, but I will oh. be driving back. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and the Great American Road Trip. That's pretty patriotic. Yeah, that's and fun. you know, I'm going to go see Mount Rushmore on that trip, and Old <sighs> Faithful, sweet, and Devil's Tower. You know what's mm-hmm. hilarious? I've done that drive, and I didn't do any of those things. <laughs> I did different. Weirder things. Cool. Any suggestions? Uh, well, we went to Deadwood. Oh yeah. That oh yeah. That's on. That's great. gonna be on there. Yeah. That was really great. Um, we stopped at a bunch of like oddball tourist attractions. I'll try. I'll have to pull up the list. Yeah. Like was the world's biggest ball of twine or some that shit? kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. We did not go to the world's biggest ball of twine. It was like the second biggest. Um, it's a it's a good trip. And yeah, and we're beautiful. gonna we're gonna be doing uh, so me and my friend Jamie. Uh, she's gonna fly out and meet me in Seattle, and then we're gonna go together. And we have 
you can do this trip in four days if you really want to push it, but we have 10 and I'm going to oh, try nice. and do a victory lap into Canada through Michigan, around Lake Michigan, back into Chicago. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so that's that. And I'm also um, uh, going to see my family, mom and dad. Oh, so for 4th of July, I'll be in Grand Coulee uh, with my brother-in-law's extended family, people I have no clue who they are. Ooh. There's like... as. From what I picture, thousands of children that are all on this side of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be very overwhelming, I'm sure. What I want to know is what is going to happen if this family that you barely know, if you get to small talking about, I don't know, life Tele- television shows. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Hobbies. what shows do you watch? And, and the, let's face it, probably lady is like, well, I really like this show Outlander. <laughs> what are you gonna, are you going to out yourself? Uh, I mean, I'll probably, I'll try to find a way to get there slowly and be like, so, you know, you're like, oh, that's cool. Do you listen to podcasts too? Oh, you know, uh, you know, there's, there's some really good podcasts out there about Outlander. I it hear. would probably go something like this. So, uh, do you listen to podcasts too? Oh, um, uh, podcast is like a radio show, <laughs> but online. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, and then uh, of- unless you're talking to like an 18 year old, in which case they're going to be like, um, podcasts are over. Yeah. It's so yesterday. Yeah. It's all about TikTok now or whatever oh, the fuck is it that is. Is that the fucking Vine shit? TikTok's yes. like the next Vine. Yes. Oh, yeah. whatever. You know what? The Vine could be fucking hilarious when, in the right hands. It could. People were very good at that. Welcome to TikTok Lander. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk cast and Outlander TikTok cast. Yeah. And that's the end of the video. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and then uh, I'm also going to a space conference. So part of the whole reason for tr- the trip to Washington originally was uh, the the nonprofit part of the Center for Space Commerce and Finance. We're producing two events: the Space Investment Summit plus a new space business plan competition at the New Space Conference. And Ooh. so I will be doing that as well as producing two podcasts for the nonprofit and doing some other video stuff and whatnot. So, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be it's going to be a busy week. Yeah. Uh, well, my shit. <laughs> I'm also about to go into full summer travel mode uh, as I'm attending the same wedding that Julia's and uh, also going to the same camping trip that Julia's. Mm-hmm. Um, TCAs are is, coming up too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is by the end of July, Julia and I will no longer be friends. <laughs> That's it. It's over. <laughs> um, we'll have had entirely too much of each other. Anyway. That's why we're getting this hang out of the way mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And yeah. then um, <laughs> in the good old days. And then I the go to TCAs again. So that'll be happening. We I don't know if there's a stars panel yet. Um, oh yeah. I'm, well, there will be stars panels. I don't know if there's an outlander panel yet. That would be mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Are we gonna try to record again while you're gone? Yeah. This time I can do it closer to the router. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should try again because that shit was gold. It yeah, was comedy really gold. We'll have to do it. We'll do like a little debrief on whatever. Like what's happened. up at TCAs? Yeah. Um, and then I spent a pretty good portion of the last month watching every episode of Parts Unknown, Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown. Oh, yeah. Um, for the takeout, one of my outlets, uh, so that I could write about every single episode and then do a ranked top 20. Uh, it ended up being 25,000 words. Woof. Um, <laughs> and my sleep schedule and, like, if I'm honest, Life. mental state is still pretty fucked. So uh, it's, uh, it was very rewarding, but it was really, really hard. Anyway. It's um, like producing a dissertation. Jesus. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a <laughs> small book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, if you like Anthony Bourdain, Google Anthony Bourdain, The Takeout, and it should come up right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was, that's like ate me alive. I also planned uh, what I hope 
was a very successful Dude, joint bachelor party. You know that that shit was successful. Well, you know. Somebody cried. Probably somebody threw up. <laughs> and epic fucking happened. Well, one of the grooms definitely threw up in the bathroom of a Popeye's the next day. Yes! Which feels like a special kind of achievement unlocked. <laughs> Allison, it was a success. Yeah. Anyway, it involved a party bus. Oh, And nice. I'm here to tell you all... Um, don't knock a party bus. It's fun. That shit was, it was, it was incredibly tacky and hilarious and fun. I thought it was going to be like a little ironic and silly and it was, but yes. it was also a very comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, efficient method of transportation that just made people act like fools, Yes, <laughs> which is what you want, right? Like it yes. was like a relatively subdued. The next day, my right like shoulder muscles hurt so bad because remember I stood and held on to the grab bar the whole time so that people around me could sit down. And mostly I was into it because I was like just showing some sweet fucking moves. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. We were dancing. Yeah. It was great. But I was really holding on so that I wouldn't fall into people's laps. And then the next morning I woke up and I'm like, God damn it, I'm old. I can feel it. (laughs) I'm okay now though, y'all. I'm cool. I think one of the last party buses I went on, someone actually inverted themselves while dancing because they had like two of the things. Mm. Oh, Oh, yeah, no, no, I, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to lose my phone twice. Oh, my God. In the span of an hour. I found it both times. Yeah. But that was That's a good party. my party bus experience. Um, also, let's not bury the lead. This didn't have anything to do with Allison's planning, but it did happen. We were at a drag club and <laughs> Roxy Andrews showed up. I, her name is Roxy Andrews. She was there to make it clear. She knows we love her baby. That's why we brought her there. We didn't bring her there. Um, yeah, that was, I didn't actually get to see her because I was out looking for the bus. But Yeah, she was right behind us and she was dressed as a boy. But like I turned around and I was like, mm. and then one of the guys next to me goes, I think that's Roxy Andrews. And I was like, it is. <laughs> Oh no, Sophie! Sophie just tried to get up on the table. No, she too wants the party bus experience. That's where she lives all day, every day when we're not here. I just know it, just like putting her little shit feet all over our kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm curious. Here's the here is our our official topic. Mm-hmm. Do it. Which Aaron has sort of sorry, sorry, sorry. Who's that? Janine. Oh yeah, oh, has sort of already touched on his, but we'll go into it's more detail. Nice. I want to know. Since we're in, uh, hold on, I've got to hold my nose up. Please like, don't. Since we're in Droughtlander. Mm, tasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to know what the, what the most Outlander experience you've had this summer is. Allison already knows the story I'm going to tell. Yeah, get in there. Get okay. in there. Well, do you want to do my boring one first? Because mine's boring. Good. Tell the boring one first thing, because yeah. this one's pretty epic. Yeah, because I don't, like, yeah, yours just was better placement. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, so mine is, I'm going to produce two podcasts. Actually, mm-hmm. it's going to turn out to probably be three. Uh, so this is me just plugging these. If you guys are interested in hearing more about space and uh, entrepreneurs and investment, the first podcast is going to be uh, Talking Up Space is the name of it. And essentially, it's going to be, um, we're going to try and do a little bit more of a high, the more production value to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, on the wait, was that what shade? are you saying? What are I'm you sorry. saying? Was that a baby that was, tree? That was fucking shady as fuck. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. Uh, 
<laughs> says, says the guy who started out producing this and made choices. But we, we make the right choices because we get the right people. Intentionally lo-fi. It's ironic. Uh, but we're going to try. drunk. Uh, yeah, that's also the thing. So yeah. it's going to be uh, hopefully stylized in like This American Life or oh, Radio yeah. Lab, where we're using narration. The mm. idea of talking up space is to meet entrepreneurs who are involved in the space industry, um, kind of get their backstory about how they became interested in space and like you know uh, what really drives them to be a part of that very bizarre kooky industry, mm-hmm. um, and then. Uh, segue into talking about the business that they're building and the product and service. And the narration will be a part of it so that we can kind of uh, bridge the gap between maybe the high-end technical stuff, but also like just talk about what they're really doing and why it's important um, mm-hmm. so that we can you know bridge this gap between just uh, the excitement of space and the complete intense academic aspect of space. Right. So bridging the gap between space and space. That's yeah, yeah. no, that's Ooh, better. That's good. Cool. That's good. Good branding. Good branding. <laughs> That'll be twenty thousand. I was gonna say, <laughs> don't give that shit away for free now. Don't put it on Twitter. Make it a pitch. <laughs> uh, and then the other one, which actually I'm much more excited about, uh, is called Mission Eve. Uh, and so Mission Eve is about gender parity in space. Oh, um, oh that's uh, really cool. Yeah. So the idea is that if we're going to go to space, like we have a lot of like issues with gender parity on the planet, um, but in a certain way. <laughs> I know she likes it. Sophie likes it when you get all feminist and shit. Yeah, what's up, baby? She uh, loves it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like, w- with all the issues we're having, it's kind of like saying well, we have to we have to start working towards gender parity. But in a way, space requires gender parity. If we are going to, um, uh, everything requires gender parity. But like, we like to colonize space. We have to have fifty percent women, <laughs> and we're just not even close to that from a, in a space perspective. Right. So this po- couldn't even have two spacesuits, huh? Yep. Yeah, that shit. That, yep. was, a, that, that was a burn. That, that was a hard shit. burn. That was nuts. Yeah. Um, and and it, also it, not nuts. Completely yes, expected. Yes, yes. Well, and ridiculous too because. That was planned for months. Months. Yeah. This wasn't was, so, like a knee-jerk decision on their end. Who was not there going, that suit's going to be too big for her? Yeah. You know what? I wasn't there. Uh, for those who didn't know, there was two women who were going to do spacewalks, and uh, they were on the International Space Station, and that takes a lot of planning. And then when they the, the newer astronaut got there, they found out that, or they suddenly realized that they, they only had one spacesuit that was sized for a woman uh, or for a right, smaller Right, so frame. only one woman could go out that yeah. time instead of the two. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, so the conversation is going to be less, it's more about um, just trying to understand who are the women involved in space and their stories. Not so much about entrepreneurship and investment, but mm-hmm. like trying to say, hey, these are the women who are involved. You should be excited about being in space. There are role models that you can think about and like, you know, there's a place for you. Please, please join us. So those are the two things I'm doing. Those are the, so I guess producing podcasts is the kind of pod lander thing I'm really into. I mean, to. that is the, that is the that is a, a very outlander thing for your outlander experience. Now, what I want to know sure. is, will it be people talking about this space stuff, which you haven't watched in advance, so you're <laughs> experiencing space vicariously through them? Um, well, <laughs> actually, very similarly, because they're all much smarter than me. Okay, <laughs> so what about, You'll be learning. What about, are there going to be nicknames? Um you got to let that shit grow organically. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't okay. say can't yes, yes or no to that okay. one. Okay, all right. Yeah. And when do you start drinking? Uh, <laughs> after them. Okay. Sorry, these are, these are not drunk podcasts, unfortunately. Yeah. No, that's all right. Yeah. That's, it's all right. It just that's means why, they're not that's, legitimate. That's true. That's why this is <laughs> the boring. This is the boring pod. It's recognized uh, internationally that podcasts are only truly podcasts if somebody is wasted. Mm-hmm. What are they if they're not wasted? 
they're just audio. <laughs> it's, just, it's just an audio file. I don't know. <laughs> That's all it is. It's an audio cast. It's like it radio sense. on the internet, Mama. <laughs> uh, well, I'll have a Foley artist. Don't worry. Oh, all cool. right. Yeah. <laughs> so we have someone to open our cans for us. <laughs> All right, Julie, what's the, what's the most outlander experience you've had so far this summer? Okay, well, I've talked about it before on the show. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. But I'm sure it's no real secret that I've got a hardcore boner for my husband, <laughs> <laughs> which is a good thing because, you know, we're married. It's uh. nice to still have boners for each other. Uh, so the um, completely successful bachelor bachelor party, we didn't get home from that business until like four a.m. We, we made could, a we made a rookie mistake, which actually sounds like it might not have been a mistake in <laughs> Neil and Julie's case. But we finished our private room karaoke at like close to three a.m. Mm-hmm. and then went to another bar. You know bar. where the O, not the O. Yeah, we went to the O for a final picture. We almost closed down the O. We we did not. We were not there till final close, but we almost closed down the motherfucking O after all that shit. So. Jesus. Uh, we got home at like four in the morning. You could hear the damn Tweety Birds outside just waiting to suck. <laughs> and we just got down to it. Like serious doing it. Like re- two hours of doing it. And uh, when we were done, it, the sun was up and we had not gone to bed yet. And it was like, oh, okay. I'm old, but I still got it. <laughs> so I told Allison and Tom about it the following night at Redacted. You're um, also you're leaving out the 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 end of the experience, which is the part that I think is peak Outlander to me. Not the conversations. What's the last oh, thing you? The did? last thing is, <laughs> well, that was part of when I told you about it. I, I'll, I'll I'll weave it into that part. Okay. So I was in a fucking lift with Allison and Tom, as I am often, and uh, I was telling them about the epic doing it, and these were words that were used. Allison reminded me of some. I maybe remember some. I know that epic was there. She said I said barbaric. She definitely said barbaric. (laughs) Um, There was probable chat about um, how we Phil talked, and it was all the dirty talk and all that shit, just like and the sun came up, and then I was like, and then I made him go get me a glass of whiskey because I fucking deserved it. Yep. <laughs> uh, she also said, we just destroyed each we other. We did. We did. Uh, on the record, I would like the record to reflect that we fucking destroyed each other. That, what a good evening. And then we had to, because the sun was fucking up, we had to put our little eye masks on. <laughs> Listeners, Neil sleeps with a tiny little eye mask that has kittens on it. <laughs> know that yeah oh what a treat you guys yeah. are my idyllic couple <laughs> <laughs> this story isn't done yet oh oh and then we got up the next morning and uh well morning probably more like noon i think it was and i was like i need some greasy food and so we tried to find a brunch place to go we went to a place in our neighborhood that we always go to and we bought brunch because i fucking deserved it <laughs> and then what came after that well, I feel like this is my lap of a relay race because you weren't there, there for this part of it. Yeah. So oh, yeah. A- after Julie says all this shit to So me, that was Monday night. That was the yeah. night after. Oh, yeah. uh, it is not unusual for Julie to talk 
her shit, right? Like, oh, yeah. I she, always talk about doing it. Yeah. She just, she, not always in a lift, in the front seat of oh, a my lift. God. <laughs> that poor lift driver. I just don't think she knew how to deal with um, it. Just like detail about like dripping sweat and oh, yeah. like all kinds of shit. Y'all, it was um, real. It is not. I'm happy to be alive. That's unusual. what I'm saying. Unusual. <laughs> it's not like a common occurrence, but it's not unusual for Julie to talk that kind of shit. Uh, but then the next night, maybe two nights later, we were at the Oasis and Julie was not there. Not yet. I had um, not arrived yet. Yeah. And we're sitting down with Neil and it's just me and Tom and Neil. And Neil, <laughs> who is a much more taciturn person, <laughs> a gregarious person, but, uh, but also a private person. He keeps that shit close to the vest. Right. Goes, I do not. You guys, Julie and I just had the most epic session of doing it on Sunday. After that bachelor party, we just absolutely mutilated each other. It was just like went nuts. It was ju- it was primal and just it's like, oh my god, what was this? This was like some fucking season one, episode seven shit or whatever episode mm-hmm. it is. It was just. It, it, it's we so both, funny that he said that because he never does. No, that. I've never. That's ever, how I know it was ever good. heard Neil talk about your sex life mm-hmm. ever. And I always we do. Are good friends. There was a period of time where we were good friends, and I didn't know you yet. Mm-hmm. There have been periods of time when Neil and I have been closer than you and I have been. Not mm-hmm. not often, but yeah. just fuck that guy. You're the yeah, tits, fuck but him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but wait, but wait. Leave him here. Yeah. <laughs> I will do. Just um, saying. But uh, to hear him not only bring it, because we didn't ask him about it, unbidden, unbidden prompted was like, you should hear about when I put my penis in my wife's vagina. It was great. It was nuts. So this must have been some really epic, good, barbaric, man. legendary doing it. It was pretty legendary, I will say. That seems very outlander to me. Yeah. It's very outlander. Um, the, it, it definitely ranks in the top five of our doing it. It's up there. But yeah, this, uh, the sun being up afterwards was just like the fucking cherry on top. Like, what am I, 22? <laughs> but then I did, I did sleep until noon, so I mean, I got, I got, I got sleep. A solid six with hours. My, with my mask. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I put my earplugs in, because I think it was just like whiskey, good, 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 and I'm out. <laughs> I think it was like that, because we were exhausted. And then you washed your sheets. Uh, mm. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um... So what's the most outlander thing that I did? Um, well, it was really crazy. I was walking through the village the other day, and I got accused of being a witch. It was really wild. What? <laughs> Just kidding. Well I done. don't know if you know that, I really, but that was a joke. I really thought you were... <laughs> I really thought that was real. Village? I just thought Rogers Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it is the village. We mm-hmm. should start calling Rogers Park the vi- No, we should. The village. No, we should. No, no, because then it's some weird M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, or it's crap. like this is the RP. New York, right? Yeah. This, yeah. RP. this is the Raj. I was curious if there was a village here, though. So that's right. Because. No. Okay. I have never mm-hmm. been. Well, actually. No, I have Ukraine? been accused of being a witch, but it was on the internet. Oh. So it doesn't oh. count. Yeah. No. Um, it was also not all that long ago. I should add that I have a thread that I've been updating occasionally uh, on on Twitter of things that men explain to me, oh. um, and I have not updated it since a man tried to explain me how to ask famous people if hot dogs are sandwiches. Oh Jesus! <laughs> which is like, <laughs> eh, I should what? update for when the guy called me a witch. Um, yeah, he was like, you know, you really should go about it this way. No, like, fuck you. You know, no. The absurdity of just telling you how to ask that question, but also you're much more fucking experienced than him 
at doing that. that. Like at specifically, specifically at this, this very, <laughs> very specific granular thing that you do. Hey, blank is yeah, a hot dog a sandwich. Yeah. You literally have no, no one has more experience at that than you. I, I recently, <laughs> I feel like we've maybe reached peak is a hot dog a sandwich and we might have to switch to a new question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to talk to my boss about this, so don't, please nobody put this on the internet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too late, it's already but, uh, I talked to Joey Chestnut, who is the world record holder for competitive hot dog eating. Right. And I asked him if a hot dog is a sandwich, and I feel like that. That might be the capper. That's it. We tried to get the Earl of Sandwich. That's the only thing I think that could really top it. Is there still an Earl of Sandwich? Oh, yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a title. There have been many Earls of Sandwich. Oh, of course. No, but I mean, that the line is still alive. The line lives on. Wait. Wow. Like, legit? Where is that? Yeah. It's England. In England, yeah. Really? The he's Earl the guy, sandwich. He's the quote unquote guy, and I'm sure it was not him. I'm sure it was some woman in the kitchen that did it for him. <laughs> but like he's the one that is said to put meat between bread to eat it while he was gambling. Weird. So sandwich. sandwich. I London England's weird. <laughs> I love it. And also, wow, it seems like a shit show there. No, so here's the most outlander thing I've actually done. I haven't had epic sex. I haven't produced a podcast. It's not too late. For which, yeah, for both. Yeah, yeah. well, either. I'll put those both on my to-do list. One is going to be a little higher than I'm going to say one <laughs> is number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, what have I done? I know what my main thing I'm going to talk about, but I'm trying to see if there's... I haven't been accused of being a witch. I haven't gotten a smallpox vaccine, but <laughs> please vaccinate your children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I haven't borrowed a prostitute's clothes... Sex workers' clothes. They mm-hmm. say prostitute. Actually, they say whore. Whore. <laughs> uh, I have used my fake Scottish accent with some frequency. For what? Life. Just because? Just because I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a lot of TV with friend of the show, Sweet Nothings NYC, our friend Keenan. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you see that shit she put online where she's trying to find people for her next model shoot and it's going to be modeled after the um, Genileski painting of Judith and Holofernes where she's cutting his head off? And she has that painting up and then she wrote in it like, just kidding, guys, you know it's going to be fun. And then over here, it's like, it's not going to be this gross. (laughs) No, I have not seen that. That's awesome. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard. Um, It's going to be a really good time. It won't be this violent. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Hi, Keenan. Hi, Keenan. Um, also, her sister Scooter got the flea bag jumpsuit. Uh, that was tight. So last night, as my like happy pride on Twitter message, I just didn't know what to say. So I was like, I think it said, "Happy pride from a tired bisexual." Here is a photo of a dear friend rocking the holy shit out of the flea bag jumpsuit, and it has gotten there were further tweets in the thread that have gotten responses but that tweet has gotten exactly one response and it was from the twitter account for fleabag yeah <laughs> holy shit and it just said divine yeah! so i took a screenshot and texted it to scotty saying that she's official now technically i texted it to scotty and keenan on oh, our twins. little joint mm-hmm. our little three person text thread uh, and I said, Scotty, you've been officially endorsed. And Keenan responded, I'm furious. Allison, <laughs> she will be insufferable forever now. <laughs> ah! um, our, our friend Scotty does indeed rock the holy shit out of the flea bag jumpsuit. It is mm-hmm. astonishing. She has mm-hmm. too much power. It's a really dangerous thing. Anyway, uh, the most outlander thing that I have done. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm so excited. Hold on. Now oh I need to get God. her name. 
I need to get the author name. Hold on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Here that's we right. go. Okay, okay, I know what this is. This is the reason that we have this topic. It's really just because I wanted to tell you all about this. So <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything for you. I'm just going to tell you some of this. I found. <laughs> this is, by the way, targeted recommendations are evil and scary, but... Mm-hmm. Sometimes they write effective. They write. <laughs> I had just, fi- Ooh, I'm just, I'm really outing myself so much right now. I had just finished listening to the last audiobook. I listen to audiobooks when I clean and I can only do it if it's a book I've already read or a book where I actually don't have to pay that much attention or like invest that much emotionally. Mm-hmm. Junk food books, basically. So when I'm cleaning or commuting, I often listen to audiobooks. I just finished the last book in a murder series called Murder on Location, about a location scout, uh, Kate, the location scout, who um, in the first book has to fly to England when her boss, who took her under his wing to teach her the ways of the location scout, uh, goes missing while they're scouting for a film adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. Oh, God. So she has to fly and try to figure out where he is and then inadvertently ends up helping to solve the mystery, of course. And while she's there, she meets another location scout whose name is Alex, the son of an American diplomat. So he is a resident of the UK, but has an American accent. Anyway, um, and they, of course, slowly and gradually fall in love. And then she just continues to scout locations for Jane Austen-related properties in the south of England. And then murders happen. So these books are called things like Death at an English Cottage. Death at a stately home. <laughs> what a weird bitch. Death in a picturesque city. Death at an English wedding. Shit like that. Uh, it's hilarious and dumb. And the funniest part was in the last book, they're trying to solve the crime and they find... In the little hotel where the victim was staying, there was a bag of what looked like leaves. So then there's a big... A non-ironic big concern that he is into drugs because oh, he God. had marijuana. And he's, he wasn't into that kind of thing. He just wasn't... He wasn't a truckie. And I was like, I feel like I know more about this author now. He um, wasn't taking the pot. I mean, he was not <laughs> taking the pot. I feel like maybe I need to stop and consider some choices before I move on to her next series about a high society lady detective. Um, She's got your number. Right. However, I was going to try to figure out if I was going to start this high society lady detective series when I got a suggested Mm -hmm. thing from Amazon for (laughs) the first book in a series. The title of the book is Single Malt Murder (laughs) by Melinda Mullet. And the series is A Whiskey Business Mystery. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna fucking read the description to you because I I am gonna tell you additional details because like of course I am. Um, oh my god! Look, I'm already getting a recommendation for another one. Death distilled. <laughs> a whiskey business mystery. Um, Death distilled. Death <laughs> distilled. Uh, hold on. Let's let's. No, you're giving me an idea now. Now I need to start. Let's hear a little clip. I'm going to go just to the beginning. Let me remember where I am. Chapter 24. Great. I got this yesterday. I'm in chapter 24. Oh, my gosh. It's like that. This is Audible. Audible Studios presents Single Malt Murder, a whiskey business mystery. Oh. Mystery. Written by Melinda Mullet. Performed by Gemma Dawson. Dawson. Chapter 1. 
Are you going to tell me why you're sitting there looking like something the cat dragged in on an off night? Or should I order another bottle of wine and start uh, You're going to need another bottle of wine. <laughs> um, that is her gay best friend. Hi, Neil. Hi, Hi Neil. Neil. That is her gay best friend, Patrick, the editor of a wine and sp- editor in chief of a wine and spirits magazine. But they are friends back from when they were journalists together. Mm-hmm. She is an award-winning photojournalist who travels to war-torn countries to take photos. But she's very frustrated because her editors won't publish the pictures of what's going on in Sierra Leone. <laughs> then oh, her geez. beloved uncle Ben <laughs> dies who had raised her since her parents were killed in a car crash when she was eight. What is it with Uncle Ben's? Why are they always dying? They're He's, very He honorable. seems like a very nice man. Well, they, okay. they really take things on. And yeah. she has to travel to one of her bequests. Mostly she just gets all of his money, and he was really rich. But she has to take time off work because, first of all, she's very frustrated about her editor not publishing the photos of what's happening in Sierra Leone. <laughs> but also she has to travel up to a little village outside Edinburgh. I can't remember. I think it's Edinburgh. Anyway, um, where the distillery that her uncle bought sort of as a hobby, but which became his passion and which he tended later in life, where she has to go and figure out what she's going to do with it now that she owns it. Um, Probably she's going to sell it, but then she starts getting death threats because no woman should be in the whiskey business. Oh my God, like I didn't think that this could be more up your alley, and then all of a sudden that turn really took it there. Just wait. So she goes there, right? She travels. Her friend, her gay best friend comes with her. I want to remind you, her gay best friend, Patrick, is the editor-in-chief of Wine and Spirits yes. magazine. Yeah, yeah. Um, they take the train up or drive or whatever the fuck they do, and they get there and go into her house, and there's fresh, the haven, that's his house. Oh, my God. Fresh baked bread waiting for them. They see, they find out more bad shit's been happening at the distillery, and then she comes face-to-face with Grant. Oi. She has a thing where part of what makes her such a good photojournalist is that she's very intuitive about people. She can look at somebody and just immediately conjure three words that define them. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm fucking loving this book. I know it sounds ridiculous. You just have to trust me. But it's fun. It's I'm a summer read. Summer read. But she looks at him and she can't get the three words. So she oh, doesn't no. know if she should trust him or not. So far, she's oh. only been able to conjure one word. Yeah? Would you like to guess what it is? Um... What one word? Smoky. No. Oh, that's pretty good. It's not an adjective for whiskey. No. Well, Mm, I mean, it could be, but it's not. Um, Mm. Stoic. No. He is pretty stoic, though. I was going to say charming, but that seems like too basic. No. Other people get charming, and sometimes it's kind of bad. Oh. There's like artifice attached to it. No. The word is passionate. Oh, of course. Passionate can have many connotations. She isn't sure that she trusts him, but he does have gold-flecked eyes that change color with his emotion. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is he a lizard person from Anukai? Come on. (laughs) Y'all. Ooh. You just got this fucking series, like, at least 20 more buyers. I, I like to think so. So far, there has been no fucking, but there has been a lot of, like... I might get murdered. I have to stop thinking about how I'd like this man to fuck me. There's been a lot of that and a lot mm-hmm. of jokes about that. Uh, it's very, it's very, she keeps being like, well, I just can't stop staring at his mouth, but it's really bad because he might be the person who's trying to kill me. <laughs> oh no, but I can't stop staring at his mouth. And you know what? 
relatable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it is great. I'm having the best time. Go ahead and give the full title of the series and everything again one more time just so that everybody gets it so they can go look it up right now. Single Malt Murder. Well, hold on. Uh Wait, we'll just have her do it. Yeah. Yeah. This is Audible. Audible Studios presents Single Malt Murder, a whiskey business mystery. (laughs) Written by Melinda Mullet. Performed by Gemma Dawson. We're going to just skip ahead to a random part in this first chapter. Let's just see what happens. (laughs) Whiskey I handed Patrick an envelope with no return address or postmark. He pulled out the playing card within and read, No woman should possess the water of life. Try and you'll die at the point of a knife. Oh. Oh, it's rhymed. Appalling verse. (laughs) 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 See what I mean? This shit. coats. Exactly. (laughs) It is right up my alley. That's hilarious. It is almost as up my alley as a penis goes up a vagina. Almost. To stay on topic. (laughs) Almost. But with less of a curve. It's Mm -hmm. just like straight and narrow. Mm -hmm, Anyway, mm -hmm. um, and it is not misogynist or homophobic at all or remotely racist. It's great. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm very much enjoying it. Excellent. Awesome. It is not good, but it is great. <laughs> <Fun. laughs> uh, so I, if y'all hear this and think, man, I need that in my life, you can also obviously read it in book form. Or I, well, you know what? Let's find out if it's actually, you can get a paperback copy of it or whatever. I'm sure you can read it on Kindle, but we're going to I was going to say, this seems like one of those Kindle books that you get because you don't need people seeing you with that book cover. Single malt murder. <laughs> a whiskey business mystery. Single malt murder. murder. You know Whiskey what? Business. Single malt murder came up before single malt scotch book, single malt scotch glasses, single malt scotch glasses crystal. You know why? Single though? malt glasses or single malt book. You've played it like five times on your Audible. So it's probably like yeah, just primed. Probably. All right, let's see. Whiskey. Uh, yes, you can murder. get it on. Kindle, oh, and not in paperback. So this is a Kindle or audio death distilled. Died in the wool. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, oh, hold on, Melinda hold on. Melinda no. Mullet, I love oh. you. Oh, oh. I know it's too hot. Let's find out. Melinda Mullet was no, born okay. in Dallas no. and attended school in Texas, Washington, D.C., England, and Austria. She spent many years as a practicing attorney before pursuing a career as a writer. Author of the Whiskey Business Mystery Series, Mullet is a passionate supporter of childhood literacy. She works with numerous domestic and international charities striving to promote functional literacy for all children. Mm-hmm. Melinda lives just outside Washington, D.C. with her whiskey-collecting husband, two extraordinary young women she is proud to call her daughters, and an obedient school dropout named McCallan. And also she's known as a party in the front. Sorry, <laughs> business in the front, party in the back. All right, well, so we've what, got... That's the whiskey business we've got, all about. Yeah. <laughs> Died in the wool, single malt murder, deadly I have, dram. I have a question. Deadly dram? Why is it a British uh, reader? Like, why is it performed with a British accent? That's a British character. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's British. She's British. British. She's British. British. She's British. She's very British. Do that again. She's British. <laughs> That's <terrible>. <laughs> <laughs> It's really bad. Ooh. I'm not the perf- I'm not the talent here. Uh, yeah. So you can get it on Kindle, Audible, Audible audiobook, or audio CD for twenty four ninety nine. You know there are people who did. Don't get it on audio CD. Who anyway, can, who has a discman that can listen to that like that? Well, I, mean, I guess cars. Meemaw's everywhere. Yeah, I guess that's true. I should photojournalist Abby Logan is also apologies Wait, to any Meemaws that listen to us. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure you exist. I'm glad you stuck with us this long to get to this summer yeah, hangout. I mean, if you really got here this long, <laughs> right. hold on. We're going to do the official synopsis just because I feel like I did. I might not have done it right. Are you ready? <coughs> hold on. Abigail Logan never expected to inherit a whiskey distillery in the Scottish Highlands, but in the first novel of an engaging new series blending fine spirits with chilling mystery... Blending, get it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Abby finds that there are secrets lurking in the mystic lens that some will go to any lengths to protect, even murder. When Abby inherits her uncle's quaint and storied single malt distillery, she finds herself immersed in a competitive high stakes business that elicits deep passions and prejudices. Get it? Ooh. Get it? Mm-hmm. Maybe also Passion, pride. An award-winning mm-hmm. photojournalist, Abby has no trouble capturing the perfect shot, but making the perfect shot is another matter. <laughs> <laughs> when she starts to receive disturbing anonymous threats, it also at some point somebody hangs a dead duck on her doorknob. <laughs> When she starts to receive disturbing anonymous threats, it's clear that someone wants her out of the picture, but Abby's never been one to back down from a fight. Arriving on the scene with her whiskey-loving best friend Patrick and an oversized Wheaton Terrier named Liam. (laughs) Which her uncle got her and named for Liam Neeson because she had a crush on Liam Neeson when she was little. Abby seems to put... Everyone in the bucolic village on edge, especially her dour but disturbingly attractive head distiller. Acts of sabotage and increasing (laughs) personal threats against Abby make it clear she is not welcome. When one of Abby's new employees is found floating face down in a vat of whiskey, Abby is determined to use her skills as an investigative journalist to identify the cold-blooded killer and, oh God, I'm so glad I read this, dispense a dram of justice before he strikes again. But distilling truth from lies is tricky. Especially when everyone seems to have something to hide. Melinda Mullet's delightful whiskey business mysteries can be read together or separately. Oh, good. Enjoy responsibly. (laughs) 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 Okay, that shit sounds like All right, so if y'all want to read this, I'm going to obviously read this entire series and then not know what to do with myself after and just start writing fan fiction. So um, if you want to read them, tell me on Twitter or in the Slack or whatever, and I will start a Slack channel and we can read them all together. I'm not sure we're going to get Jeannie on board, but I'm going to try really hard to get Julie in there. Oh, come on. Abby. She's an award-winning photojournalist with a dog named Liam. The dog really is. And she does do a lot of, like, accidentally falling into him and being like, oh, no, I have to leave the room immediately before I make a terrible decision. Shit like that. But she falls down a lot because that's, like, relevant to my... No, I mean, in her defense, she, she was very wobbly. Mm. Um, from, I think, drinking and also being in a car accident. And then she, like, oh. tripped and landed on his pecs. Oh, yeah. I've, and I've then his there. eyes changed color. Probably. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I'm real into it. And then she drinks some terrible whiskey and doesn't like it. And she drinks some really good whiskey and she likes it. <laughs> and, um, and there's a nice granny. Well, that's always good. I love a granny. It sounds very much... I think part of the reason that I like those scenes is the granny sounds a lot like um, fucking uh, Anne... Fitzmob. Fitzmob. Oh, uh, Gibbons. Annette Badland. Annette Badland. Fitzgibbons was Fitzmob. 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 Anyway, 
That's the most outlander thing I've done this it's summer. It's pretty fucking outlander. That's yeah. really outlander. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough sex, but I, I just love that she was raised by her eccentric, wealthy uncle, a la... Ben Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a la Claire. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, poor Uncle Lamb. You know what? Why don't we get a fucking Uncle Lamb spinoff? That's what I want. That'd be I want to cool. know about Uncle Lamb. I want rich archaeologist touring the globe with his wayward niece. I get behind that. There could be some kind of connection to Fraggle Rock on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, not before I see a Lord John Gray out spinoff. Yeah. Well, but there is a Lord John Gay spinoff. Yeah, I'm talking about the best. Uh, you just said Lord John Gay. Well, happy pride. Um, pardon me. Yeah. Uh, there is a Lord John Gray spinoff. That's the thing. When I, I'm talking Are we going to see it on Stars, though? I, I don't know. I guess it depends how much money Outlander makes for them. Oh, yeah. We still have people Sing asking... Sing me a song of a lass that is extremely profitable. Yeah. We still have people asking whether or not it's going to make it all the way to the end. I mean, how, many, how much further oh, is there's that? there's all... Look, you know this fandom is crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, there are all I'm, sorts of, like, rumors and you. crazy talk about... That it's going to be canceled and like all this shit. I just think it's that they don't know how to have nice things. Well, here's the thing. If everybody stops watching it, then they'll cancel it. But there doesn't seem to be... There's been, let's say, something of a dip in quality. Yeah. And yet people are still watching. (coughs) Including us. Yes. Well, we have a professional obligation. Yeah, but come on. And people who depend on us. Yeah, we're we're here for you guys. Listen, if we stop watching that shit, so many people would be so pissed. You know it. They know where we hang out, too. Yeah. Oh, and then we get the angry fan tweets, like yeah. I did when I wrote that Vulture thing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Except that all of our fans were like, she's right. You know what really surprised me about that? And I think we probably talked about this, but I'm just going to say it again. I just, I, put, I structured my whole argument being around the idea that surely everyone must be glad that Murta's not dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> That's wrong. Weird and yeah. wrong. It is wrong. There was like a there was like a whole knit, like f- like fur ta where it spelled like faux. Maybe it would, that was it, or like mer don't like it's murta with don't. Oh my god! It was something Speaking like of that. Don't. Where I was like, mm-hmm. hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work as well as I hoped, <laughs> but it, it it did work. Here, yeah. I'll slam my beer into my head. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of air conditioning, more beer. Do we have other stuff to talk about? I don't want to cut it short, but I like uh, since it we're in drought later, I don't really know what to. Well, we could talk about shows that we've all been watching, but you know, Fleabag is really a good one. That yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just watched that. I just Jesus finished Christ. Dark, which is really good. I fucking love Fleabag. Fleabag, uh, the first season of that made me uncomfortable because I was like, this feels, it's, there's a, it's, there's a lot going on in that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second season of that was just so delightful mm-hmm. given the tragedy of the first. You know, <laughs> you know who, uh, didn't really care for season two? Who? Oh, Scooter. Really? Yeah. It's the whole thing about the hot priest, oh. you know, cause she's a little bit more of a church goer than we are. And there's a whole thing with like people who try to get close to priests. And then she's got the whole thing about how this is, you know, decades of abuse of, priest taking advantage of their position and she's she was um very critical she still very much enjoys phoebe weller bridge and how smart she is and all that stuff but she definitely had a different perspective on season two that i had not considered interesting cool Mm -hmm. Hmm. i loved it but 
But I also, like, I'm surprised that they turned me around on that dude. What's his name? The guy that was Moriarty? Oh, Andrew Scott. Yeah, because when he first showed up, I was like, ew! He's so good. Because I hated him on actor. Sherlock. He's a very good actor. And he, he has a, his uh, Black Mirror episode was also really quite mm. wonderful and hard. Oh, my God, that was a hard episode to I, watch. Um, <laughs> I think that, that he did exactly what was expected of him on Sherlock, and sometimes that meant it was great, and sometimes that meant it was absolutely insufferable. Right. He was just so, it's so over the top. And it was just always like, oh, God, get Moriarty out of there. I don't want to watch this anymore. Yes, I know this is supposed to be Sherlock's big villain, but ugh, this guy's driving me crazy. So when he showed up, I was like, no. In a way. <laughs> but then he came through, and they were quite a delight together, and it was fine. But at first, like I said, it managed to turn me around on Adam Scott. So good. Well, I wonder if he's uh, was just miscast for Mor- Moriarty. Cause, like, he's no. Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. Adam Scott is is. fucking Calzone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ben Wyan. A.K.A. Mr. Martha, Madeline Martha McKenzie in Big Little Lies. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did watch, Allison got me to watch the first episode of Big Little Lies last night. I'll probably continue at a slow pace. Hmm. But I need to finish Jane the Virgin first. Um, If you want to watch a a time travel uh, show... Mm -hmm. uh, Dark is so good. I read a little bit about it. I don't know. I don't know much about it. It is fucking confusing as shit. Uh, so it's a uh, Netflix original German show uh, that luckily ha- that wonderfully has American music. So I would, uh, that was more fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, what it is is that there's a t- there's time loops, and so all the characters are meeting themselves as younger and older versions of themselves. Oh, cool. And so there's uh, the first season. So and uh, <laughs> apparently the seasons are organized in cycles. So, like, the first character you meet, Jonas, uh, find, like, you meet his older self later, and then you also meet his additionally older self, and each one's are protagonists and antagonists out through the, the entire oh, okay. season. So, like, they're interacting with each other in really weird, weird ways. Each season is a cycle, so there's a time loop that they're kind of, like, working themselves through, huh. and then uh, it ends with that cycle ending, and therefore the next season is the next cycle. It's... Conf- it's like sh- it, this is the perfect like stereotypical uh, existential nihilist like German mm-hmm. show to watch, <laughs> but it's it's so smart and really hard to follow. But it's if you want some good time traveling, well, they're all bad time travelers for a lot of reasons. Yeah, um, I mean, who isn't? Were they not prepared? Like it just happens to them. Oh, what God. did they put in their bum rolls? Um, uh, they have a time machine, I guess. So that's one thing they brought. Oh, that's okay. a bit smarter. So they yeah, have a time machine is not a dick rock. They're um, not depending on nature, but. Man, they do not respect the relationships that need to be developed over time. You guys got to watch this. Okay. Yeah, it's really, it's very good. Uh, speaking of time loops. Mm, Russian doll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have another, yeah. Vi- I, I have some personal news. Oh, yeah, we haven't even mentioned it. Whoa. I got the Russian doll bangs. <laughs> she has bangs, y'all. I got the Russian, specifically bangs. the Russian doll bangs. They're very poofy. <laughs> I told my new hair guy that I wanted to be able to do like, Natasha Leon and Russian Doll meets Patti Smith in the 70s, where it honestly looked better if I did nothing at all. <laughs> and he said, great, please do as little as possible to this, and it's going to look like you don't care, but in a good way. And I was like, perfect, that's exactly what I want. What do you think? Does Yay! it look like I don't care, but in a good way? <laughs> yes, yes <it> <laughs> um, So I have Russian Doll bangs. Anyway, if you haven't yet gotten on the Russian Doll bandwagon, Russian Doll is the tits. That's, that's a really good. good one. It's a very, very Natasha good show. Natasha Leone is incredible. There's also a great Time Loop episode of Legends of Tomorrow, um, which is still a show I am evangelizing. Y'all, I need another beer. Hold Deeply on. Deeply silly. 
deeply use, silly show. Can I have another non-alcoholic yeah, beer? Yeah, keep talking, though. Um, there's been a, I feel like that's... I don't know. Maybe this is just my, my the algorithms that work for me, but like I feel like everything I watch these days has some... like Anything sci-fi related is dealing with time loops and time That paradoxes. is almost certainly an algorithm. Yeah, because like it's everything I see. Um, yeah, give me that, Bells. Um, uh, like there's one called there's a, this is a, from a few years ago, but this show called this movie called Ark. Um, Trish from Jessica Jones is in it, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's like a time it's another time loop thing, but they can remember what happens after they die. Thank you. It's quite good. Thank you. Um, and Legion just started, so that's a whole other thing. You know what? I quit Legion and I have never felt better. You know, I, I, you mentioned the criticism, like, because uh, I've just enjoyed the visualness of it and I actually haven't really been paying attention to the story. But Oh, once, yeah, it's beautiful visually, yeah. But once you pointed out, like, how basically every female character on that is treated like shit and, like, it just has no, like, it's just, it's just not a good show from that character development part. Mm-hmm. I was hoping the first episode would, like, maybe change. First episode kind of starts... Starts off on the same kind of note. <sighs> <laughs> like, it seems like it could get better. Turn the mic towards your mouth a little bit more. It fell down after your latte a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> there after you go. After my latte. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I can highly recommend Pose. Oh, yes. Which yes. is great this season and was great last season. Oh, here's a thing that we should talk about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the resurrection of one day at a time. Yes. Yeah, it came back. One day. Oh, it, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah Being brought back for CBS? season four. No, Pop TV. Pop TV. Yeah. Mm, Shit's Creek money. Yeah, it is definitely mm-hmm. Shit's Creek money. Uh, and they probably rightly think, well, now people know we exist. So let's get, <laughs> let's make a great TV show and get another burst of publicity. And then they'll be able, presumably, to like program, in theory, the last season of Shit's Creek with the fourth season of One Day at a Time. That would be that would really be cool. awesome. That'd be nice. Neil and I realized that the Christmas special was on Netflix and we didn't know it was there. So we got to have a little treaty Shit's Creek like blast last week. And it did, it made Neil tear up a little bit because he's a sucker for a Christmas episode. Oh, so am I. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought it was cute just because I missed all the people and I was like, yay, good. But he was all like, it gets me every time. We're in season two now. Oh, God, I'm so jealous. I wish I could go back and watch it all again for the first time. The only other show I feel that way about truly is Breaking Bad. But like, you could watch Breaking Bad again? Oh, I, I don't know if I could. It, well, it definitely wouldn't be the same as me watching it the first time. Right. That's, I'm jealous of experiencing it naive, in a naive way. I you see, know? yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to wrap up Jane the Virgin, which I highly recommend. It's just funny and smart and... Kind of weird, but adorable, and it's a soap opera, obviously, but it's very funny and smart, as I said. And then mm, Neil has been watching the Star Trek Discovery, yes, which I just kind of jumped on the last little bit with him, yeah. And there were really cool things. I will say that the finale that we just watched was a little season two. Yeah, I yeah. think so. When they when she was the Red Angel and like yeah. whatever. Um, time loops, BT dubs. Yeah, more time loops. Yeah. Uh, she it uh, it was weird because you knew that. You knew that the Enterprise was going to survive. Yeah. Right. So the stakes were kind of lessened for me, but I've enjoyed it very much. And I also really dig Hot Spock. 
yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was critical of him when he first got on, but he's actually really good at mm-hmm. being Spock too. So mm-hmm. like he is just he's just he's a good Spock and now he's hot Spock. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm okay with like a like a hot blank. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm fine as long as the character is well developed. If they're also distractingly hot, that is fine with me. Yeah. Hot priest, mm-hmm. hot Archie. Riverdale's not a good show, and also that dude, <laughs> also, dude hot is not my Archie type. Is but. Not hot, but <laughs> you get the idea beyond behind hot Archie, right? Because yeah. it's Archie, and then he's like ripped. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I, I'm okay with that generally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if my eyeballs are going to be looking at it for a while, might as well be hot. Yeah. Discover, I mean, Discovery, I'm actually really... I think finally they finally figured themselves out. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm very curious what season three is going to be like because now it feels like they finally allowed themselves to work in a universe that they can actually mm-hmm. explore in. Yeah, what than, is it going to be like? Because they won't be tethered to anything from the yeah. Star Trek universe. So yeah. that that is interesting. Yeah, Because I was asking Neil, I was like, well, I mean... Are they, they're just going off into the great beyond and we don't know what happens. And he goes, exactly. Because now they don't have to be tethered to anything that already exists. And I'm also curious how connected or what level of connection it'll have to Picard. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be some crossover. And like, I'm curious what, where that'll be and how. Are we going to see young Picard? Uh, no, but old Picard. Because there's okay. another Picard show. Right, it's coming, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's showrunner is Michael Chabin. Yes, I just saw that today. That's so weird. I'm so glad that an untested famous white guy is getting a shot like this. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like no, like no shade to Michael Chabon, who is a great, great, great writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously has worked in this universe before and I do not begrudge him anything, but no, it's going to be, tough. it is hilarious how people talk about, well, you need a certain amount of experience to even get in the door and have the conversation. And no. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a famous white guy. That's, yeah. Has he won a Pulitzer? I think Cavalier and Clay win a Pulitzer. Maybe that's the doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping the door Yeah, open. maybe. Maybe that's it. Um, God, Tom is going to laugh at me so hard. I said there's no way that I was going to be back at 9. It is 8.48. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, well. Um, well. I've been talking for a long time. Well, you know, we're we're right in an hour. Nice. We're mm-hmm. shooting the shit. It's good. It's just mm-hmm. a little something for the peeps. Well, for me, too. I miss you guys. Yeah, yeah. I miss you, too. Likewise. I just think that in this, our time of <laughs> drought louder. <laughs> um, really, you could do in this, our time of <laughs> and apply it to almost anything going on in the world today. Yes, yeah, exactly. Drought really louder is part of it. I just hate saying the word. Yeah. Um, it's been weird because ever since I was telling Janine this earlier, ever since season one and season two came out on Netflix, we're getting more like. I don't know who you are, but I love you all. But just like people out of nowhere are downloading us again. Well, welcome, new listeners. Yeah, hello. Um, if you haven't, fi- this is a, if you are just joining us from Netflix. Uh, just so you know, season two for us is our our season one is Outlander season two. Our season two is Outlander season one. From there on out, it's fine. Um, Dude Lander means that it's dudes with us. Mm-hmm. I think that's all. Oh, and then there's the nickname thing. Well, yeah, we'll figure you, out yeah. the nicknames eventually if you start listening out of order, um, especially if you start with season one. You will figure them out eventually. Some of, the, some of them are a little more obscure. You might never figure out who Towel is. Um, but like, <laughs> that was my favorite one. It's a very good one. But like, BJR. That's what I swear to God, I was saying. <laughs> Beach, 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 beach. <laughs> you 
You'll figure out who the Beach is. You'll fi- you'll also figure out how Kevin's nicknames relate to the real nicknames. Um, mm-hmm. All that shit. You'll figure how all that out. How long do you think Kevin's got in him before he's just like, tap out? Of Outlander? Yeah. No, I think oh, he's get, in it for the long haul. I think you can, because he'll he'll honor the agreement. All yeah. right, all he'll right. get crankier and crankier. But as time I was just saying, he does make him very cranky. Yeah. He does just kind of go like, <laughs> yeah, every time he has to watch. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he'll he'll go to he'll go with a bit until it, you can't go with a You're bit right. any further, and that's unfortunately he's signed up for a long one on this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. We also dump on Kevin a lot, but he is one of my very favorite yeah. people in the whole world. And a very dear friend uh, who I know feels the same way about me. Fuck you guys, but <laughs> Kevin and I are really close. Um, and he will probably do it for as long as I ask him, mm-hmm. unless he still hasn't passed his kidney stone. Oh my God, poor Kevin. I'm Is sorry. he still dealing with that? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. terrible. Jesus Christ. Party in the front, party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that one up. Poor guy. Anyway, um, oh. I, think maybe, I think maybe that's it, though. I think okay. we should not belabor. No, I think we We've did talked good about here. TV. We've welcomed talked new about listeners. what we're doing. New listeners. Oh, um, y'all talk amongst yourselves while while I pull up our people to thank. How about okay. That? Oh yes, thank you. Uh, well, maybe we should try to figure out a way to schedule sometime after you get back from your big trip, yeah. or sometime to do a, a Gamjabar episode. I'm down. Um, I know that we had pulled Dick Fox out, but I don't know if we ever talked about it. That's how drunk I get. Yeah, it's very drunk. Um, not tonight though. Do you want to, do you want to just plug the things you're doing? I can plug the, the things that I'm about yeah, to sure, do. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. So I oh, started, Sophie. uh, another podcast with our friend Brooke called Maria Salt. And basically what we do is we interview people about movies they've never seen as if they are an expert in that movie. And it's quite funny. Some of you may have heard Janine attempt to describe Outlander season one since he never actually saw it. <laughs> um, but th- that's pretty good. You can find it, you know iTunes, Stitcher, all that shit. It's all around. Um, other than that, catch me at Redacted. If you live in Chicago, I'm there sometimes. Um, Our next one is... Kindergarten Cop, right? Yeah, Kindergarten Cop, and then First Wives Club. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then 16 Candles. Oh, Lord. Who's writing then 16 Candles? Amelia. Mm-hmm. No, it's not Amelia. It's fucking Laura Marsh. Oh. Yeah, is that her first, it's yeah, her first it's one? It's her first one. That's great. Um, and then, uh, then October is uh, Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Um, which, y'all, if you're around, if you're anywhere near Illinois, you should come. We might actually do two. Um, no, it's in December we're going to do two. Never mind. Regardless, you should maybe come join us for Hocus Pocus uh, because it's really fun and I do that one and there will be other people familiar to you in it um, and probably Julie if she is available. <gasps> oh, thanks, I bitch. No, I do it. Is Elise going to be here? Uh, no, she's not. Okay. She can't. She's yeah. going to be getting she's ready getting for married. her wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to learn more about the Space, uh, space Podcasts, uh, follow uh, the Center for Space, Commerce, and Finance on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Center for Space, Commerce, and Finance. It's a mouthful. I get it, and I know. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Twitter. For uh, it's uh, Twitter is cscf underscore nonprofit, um, <laughs> and you can find us on LinkedIn because obviously this is more of a business thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Those podcasts won't come out until probably. Um, September of 2019. Mm-hmm. So got a little bit of time, but if you're interested, that's that's the other thing I'm really passionate about. So um, I'm much less drunk, a lot less nicknames, and <laughs> it's not as fun as this, but it's definitely something something else to listen to. Nice, thank you. All right. So as always, you can find us 
at various places on the internet. I've been very bad about our Twitter feed. I promise to be better, but you can find us on Twitter at Podlandercast. You can also find me at Allison Chu. Are you still ever using your Twitter account? I mean, someday. Okay. Might as well. Follow me. People do. What, what's your Twitter <laughs> handle? Uh, Pagel underscore Aaron. That's a very strange Twitter handle for you, Janine. <laughs> Get uh, whose it? name is that? I have no idea. I've stolen someone's uh, Julie name. Julie is not on Twitter, but Julie does manage our Facebook page. So if you want to chat with Julie about things, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash podlandercast, where she will respond to your messages and um, comment on photos and um, all sorts of shit. All kinds of shit. Uh, and you can follow me on Instagram where occasionally I put shit for the show. Um, I'm Allison Shu, but really that's not very often. And also I don't update Instagram very often, mm-hmm. but occasionally I do. And then, then I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> we want to thank all of our listeners for listening. We want to especially thank our Patreon supporters, which you make the show possible because it's expensive. Uh, and especially, especially thank the following lovely people, Jen Lander Drunklin, Trish McCreary, Jenna Polkowski, Dr. J, Lori McGuire, Ann Gavin, Katie Kirshner, Amanda Newton, Beth Locke, Chantal Davis, Amy Gustafson, Rachel Townsend, Steph Peterson, Tara Lucchino. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. Meredith Ottery. I'm so sorry, Tara. It's been so long that I've forgotten the way that you told me to pronounce your name. But you are great. Uh, Meredith Ottery, Catherine Marshall Eastman, Chantal Salters, Mary Lumpkin, Tanner Cole, Kiki, The Wise, Crystal Nanavati, Anne Gibson, Molly Layton, Heather Moore, Ruth McCormick, Kara Marlowe, Flourish Root, Friday Payton, and Kathleen Moniz. Hi, Hi, Mom. Oh, and Viv Pickles. Oh, yeah, Viv Pickles. Which is Laura. Laura. (laughs) Hi, Laura. Um, And Kathleen Moniz. Hi, Mom. Pickles. if you want to support us on Patreon, that gives you any number of things, but specifically the most, by far the most popular feature is access to our Slack channel, where despite the fact that I have been buried under a pile of Anthony Bourdain related sadness and content and, uh, we all have been doing other things. The Slack channel is still alive and well. Still alive, man. Um, full of people talking about all kinds of things and making each other feel better when the world is deeply shitty. So um, please come join us there if you so choose. Uh, yeah. And if you have things you want us to talk about in the next Summertime Jan episode of Podlander Drunkcast, Cast, there was somebody on the Facebook page that asked us to do Game of Thrones. I'm going to tell you what, no. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do a bonus. I'll get... You Maybe please friend do. of the show, Kate calls it. Kate, Kate, when you hear this, text me and let me know if you want to do <laughs> a Game of Thrones bonus episode. I shan't. For the drunk cast people. Because, mm-hmm. um, man, I could talk about... I have some pent-up feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot takes. Uh, you might say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the question on Facebook was, do we do a podcast about... No. Oh, so, yeah, no. no. But I'm, I'll do no. a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. I'll do a little bonus. Yeah. That's fine. If there's other things... You know what? Here's the thing. We're in a dry spot, and um, I have a very <laughs> easy little tool that allows me to podcast remotely and um, a bunch of shows that I have to watch for my job. So if you have a thing that you want to hear about on TV... Let us know, and I will try to do it with one or both of these folks or with somebody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fair, fair. When, when it's Game of Thrones, with somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, Kate Kalzik is going, did you just volunteer me <laughs> <laughs> for talking about Game of Thrones again? Um, although, you know what? I did a Game of Thrones episode of Televerse, so 
whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, listen to the Televerse. Oh yeah, there you go. They have very. The, have you ever listened to the Televerse? I listened to the episode about the well, Sopranos. To the Tele. That was no. That was um, the Spool Hall of Faces. Yeah. Yes. No. Televerse is Kate's podcast, and there's oh, a little yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I'm behind an episode, so I don't know if she's changed the song recently. But until recently, the little song was "Welcome to the," and it was Kate singing because Kate can sing, and she's accompanying herself. "Welcome to the Televerse, a podcast just for TV." <laughs> it's very charming. Anyway, uh, I guess that's it. All right. Are you going to take that Teresa home with you? No, because I'm 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 turning off the power in my apartment. Oh, because you're leaving for yeah. a full month. Yeah, so yeah. I, is it no airplane f- food? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just squeeze it out like a gogurt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> bye. 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 bye.